Welcome to the Women of Movement podcast. I'm Sharon, the Faith Coach. Women of Movement is a movement that helps Christian professional women across the globe to speak with confidence and walk in faith and freedom using their God-given gift. Let's move together. What's up, everyone? How's it going? Before we get started, let me ask you this. Are you registered for the July Freedom Women's Business Conference? Go to womenofmovement.org to register. It's free. Okay, let's get started on this week's podcast episode. I just want to come and talk to us about some tips regarding public speaking. And I just want to say that we can do it. We can publicly speak. I want to give us some tips for public speaking. One of the things that we can use or think about when we are embarking on a public speaking journey. Sometimes what I notice is that people, when they're new to public speaking and they're they're a bit nervous, a lot of times, you know what they do? They rush through it. And they speak too fast. Guys, the people who are waiting for us to speak need to understand us. They need to have a message that's delivered to them that makes sense. And if we're speaking too fast because we're so nervous, then the people who are waiting for us, who are waiting to hear from us based on our story, our testimony, our narrative, won't understand a word we're saying. So when we speak, we can get over the nerves. We can get over the quote unquote anxiety that we have regarding speaking and just say, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it right. So we have to slow down. I'm not saying go too slow because people will go to sleep. We don't want people to go to sleep on us. When you've been speaking long enough and when you just keep going and you're, you're putting yourself out there and you're practicing, you're preparing, you're going to find a great cadence and a great comfort level and a great flow that works for you, that really works for you. That message is going to be able to positively impact the people who are waiting to hear from you because people are waiting for you to speak. Speak about what? Speak about what you've been through and speak about your life. Now, let me say this. When it comes to speaking about our lives, we can choose one story that we want to cultivate and nourish. Just one. One story. One message. And we put ourselves out there. We just start speaking on whatever platform. And that might mean making videos. And loading those videos on any given platform, just choose one. And then audibly speaking, that means right here on Clubhouse, you can get on the stage, you can start your rooms and speak. If you want to start in the small room, start in the small rooms. It's a lot of knowledge and it's a lot of wisdom. And there's a lot of value in small rooms as well. Large rooms too, no doubt about that. So don't despise humble beginnings. You can start small. But again, guys, and and again, 
We have to ensure that we are practicing enough to know what works and what doesn't work. Okay. So that's a tip. Another tip is we don't have to use a bunch of us and um and all of that. What a great strategy is in order to get over using a bunch of filler words is to pause. That's it. People use filler words many times because they feel like if they use or if they don't know how to replace or to input a particular word in the empty space that people may think that they can't think fast enough, that they're not great speakers, but it's the opposite. It really is. If you study any great speaker, any great speaker, that's the key. Great. That's the operative word. Great speaker. Not just speaking, not just people who are just speaking simply because they have a platform. That doesn't make them great speakers. But if you study the greats, what you'll realize is that they do pause or they did pause if they're no longer here. And if they're here, they pause when they speak and they take their time. They have a rhythm and a cadence that works for them to make them effective, great, awesome speakers. And guys, that comes with time. It really does. Like anything, it takes a while to develop greatness. Greatness is not created and even discovered overnight sometimes. Greatness takes years. And if years are going to pass anyway, why don't we just go ahead and be great? Right? Yes. And why are we not speaking? Why are we not opting into some type of program that can help us? Why are we accepting no for an answer? Listen, guys, when it comes to speaking, this is the thing. People want to listen to interesting, engaging, exciting speakers. They don't want to hear us reading. If we're not ready, well-practiced and well-prepared to get on that stage, then we need to go back to the lab and we need to do the work before we get on the stage. Because when we are on that stage, it is about us conveying a message that God has put on our heart based on our walk, our testimony, our life experiences, and relaying that to the people who need to hear it. Now, you might ask, well, why do they need to hear it, Sharon? Because they are struggling through it. The very thing you got over, you got the victory. You're walking in success. I'm not saying everything in our life is hunky-dory and perfect. No, I'm not saying that. But you got through it. Yes. So if you were victorious, if you were successful, if you got through the go-through, then you have something to share about how you did it. And there are many great things that can be created from your going through. 
the story, your story, your narrative, believe it or not, is not for you. My story is not for me. What we've been through in our lives is to tell other people what happened as much as we want to tell them, desire to tell them those that are operative words as well. You have to have the want to and have a strong desire to tell your story. Just because you went through it doesn't mean you have to tell it. So anyway, when we have a great desire to tell the story, then we can tell them, of course, again, what we've gone through and how we were able to go from step to step to step. And guess what? People will listen because they have no clue how to do it. Yeah, they need help. And you're the leader. You're a leader for them. Someone has to tell them. And then as they get stronger, guess what? They teach others how to fish just like they were taught how to fish. But they won't know how to do that if we're not speaking, if we're not telling our story, if we're so afraid to do that. Why are you afraid to tell your story? Whatever that story is, and the key word again, guys, is the story that you want to tell. You actually want to tell it. No one's forcing you to tell it. No one's shaming you into telling it. You're not even shaming and forcing yourself into telling it. You seriously want to tell the story, whatever that story is. Why are you afraid to tell it? Is it because you don't think your story matters? You don't think your story is significant? You think you went through all of that for nothing? Someone will listen to you. Don't let fear keep you down. Are you speaking to the right people? Who are the right people? The people are the ones who've gone through something similar to you or maybe the same thing. And they want help and next to level. And when they find out how you did it, you'll share your story and some tips. They will be a better person because of it. And it's just that simple when we start speaking. And another thing, when we start speaking, is we become more confident in the speaking. Yes, and we get so much revelation because the confidence comes in the doing. The next step comes in taking the next step. Yes, it really does. It's amazing how that happens. It really is. But we don't know if we're not in the doing. Nothing is going to be revealed to us we're not going to become great by thinking, thinking, and thinking, and not doing, doing, doing. Waiting for the right time. I'll do it when. And every time we turn around, when the when comes, if it ever does, we come up with another excuse. Does that sound familiar? I used to live there too. <laughs> I was so inconsistent. I was just going through the motions. Really, same old thing, waking up, going to work, doing everything it takes to, to do my job and everything else I was doing in, in my life, and then come home, wait for Friday. Couldn't stand Sunday nights because I didn't want to look forward to Monday. Well, of course, waking up, of course, it's a blessing to wake up. I didn't look forward to going to work on a Monday and couldn't wait to Fridays. Isn't that crazy? And I, you know, I was saying to myself, I was like, Sharon, you are not living your passion, honey. You are not. 
And I loved being a teacher. I loved the students. They were the most fun. They're the most fun. The students were amazing. And I taught middle and high school for 22 years. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. However, in addition to, and consequently, there was something else for me to do as well. Because I put me on the back burner for a long time. And although you do something well, how much do you want to do it for as long as you've been doing it? Maybe your season has been over, but you're afraid to step out because you are in a comfort zone. Look, I'm not saying just give up everything. I'm certainly not saying to do anything crazy regarding a job, a nine to five, if you have one. What I am saying, though, is that you can still live your dreams. It's just a way to do it. And you have to know how to do it when you're working with someone who's been there and done that. Don't just go out there by yourself and try to do things when you don't have as much data and research. Because that's a recipe for disaster. And that's a recipe for failure. And we don't want that. We want to be really, really smart about this, calculating. What I mean by that is ensuring all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed before we put ourselves out there. But we must stop starting and stopping. Do you see yourself on the stage? See yourself on the stage and stop wishing it was you when you see other people on the stage. That can be you. Yes. Yes. We have to stop putting things off. And for crying out loud, we have to definitely stop saying we are perfectionists. Grant Cardone says perfectionists are frustrated procrastinators. I've heard him say that before. Yes. So, guys, let me tell you, there is more for you. Steve Harvey said you have to learn how to fail and learn every time you fail. Les Brown says, develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Do not be afraid of failure. When you maybe miss a beat here and there, at least you will know what you shouldn't be doing. It's just one step closer to what God has for you. You understand? Yes. People are waiting for you to speak. You have to get the confidence up. You know how you do that, though? You know how you get it up? You continue to pray. Of course, we are always speaking to the Lord, having a relationship with him as well. Come on now. That's for sure. And we start putting one foot in front of the other by working with the right person and saying, you know what? I can't do this myself. I cannot do this myself. I need help. That was my issue years ago. I was trying to do everything myself. Really. And I said, I'm not going to invest in this. I'm not going to step into that or anything. And I was really, guys, avoiding it, avoiding working with someone because I really did not want to just expend the resources, really. That was it. And I'm not a cheap person at all. I just didn't want to do it. 
So I said, you know what? If you don't give this thing a try and working with someone, if you don't give it a try, you're never going to grow. I just had that revelation one day. And I said, Sharon, you just have to step out. And when I did, it was a game changer. I worked with other coaches. I worked with one coach for a year. I I believe in sustainability, not starting and stopping. See, I, I said to myself, whenever I work with someone, I'm going to stay with the person. I'm going to listen to the person. I'm going to implement what that person said. I did the homework. I vetted that person. I have not made any mistakes in any coach I've ever worked with. Not one. Clubhouse is really great because you can continue to go into rooms and you can really hear what a person is about. It's something about that voice. And then you go out and you check their bios out. When I say bios on Clubhouse, on Instagram, what may have you, wherever else they are, you go to their websites, you look at testimonials, you can speak with them if you need to. Most of the people who join my club, they've vetted enough that they just sign up. After they've heard enough of what they're looking for, they sign up. Yes, but we have to stop this starting and stopping and waiting for manna to drop from the sky and saying, you know what, I'm going to do it when, oh my gosh, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord, right? And we're on the couch. (laughs) No, we have to go another step. It's going to happen when we really just decide that we're going to speak and we're going to do what it takes to get better and how to tell our story, how to incorporate that story into a message, the other elements of speaking where it's a cohesion going on and we are really, really a machine now. We already are, but next level machine better, faster, and stronger. And we have to know that that's going to take time. Yet this is the thing. Isn't time passing already? Are we better as a result as time passes though? That's the question. Three, two, one, Thank you for tuning in to the Women of Movement podcast with me, Sharon, the Faith Coach. If you wish to speak with confidence, build your brand, and start your online businesses, go to womenofmovement.org and click on Speaking Club for more information. I'll see you on the stage.